Hi, I'm Alan. And I'm Alexis. We had four kids in four years. People think we're crazy, and sometimes they think they might be right. But most of the time, we love it. We hope this is a place where you can learn to be a better parent, but without taking yourself too seriously. Whether you're a new parent or have a few years under your belt, we hope we can give you something new to think about. Or laugh about. After all, this is Parenting in Real Life. Hello, everyone, and welcome to episode 25. We're back. We're back. Holy moly, what a summer. Yes, it was quite a busy one for us. (laughs) Still is, but we're back anyway. (laughs) Which is why it's a few weeks into September now, and we're just starting to record. Yes. Kids got into school, and things have been crazy. We have a couple of faithful fans that have called us out on not producing a podcast in a long time, so thank you for motivating us to get back at it. Yes, thank you. We love you guys. Yeah. So, in place of our real parenting moment, what do we call these? Real life parenting moments? Parenting in real life moment because our podcast is Parenting oh, is in Real Life. Oh, is that the name of our podcast? <laughs> yeah. What a good name. Wow. So, our parenting in real life moment. <laughs> is being replaced, but this week only because we're back. And this week, it's replaced with a top 10 list. So we're doing the top 10 reasons not to have another kid. Number one, it costs more money. You think there's going to be all these economies of scale? Garbage. That's like going to Kohl's and saying that you saved 300 bucks <laughs> when you spent 400 bucks. That's one of Alan's favorite examples of how you're not saving money. Not saving money. You went to go buy socks and you spent 400 bucks. I don't care how much you saved. That's having more kids. Number two. Number two is... I number two. Well, I have to... I'm saying it, so I have to say number two. Number two. No, I say number two. <laughs> number two. You will pine for the days when you had one less kid than what you have now. Mm-hmm. I just remember those days when you're like, man, I remember when we only had three kids? That was so much easier than so four. Easy. <laughs> so true. So true. I bet the parent of 13 kids thinks, man, when I had 12 kids, it was so easy. (laughs) I don't, I think at that point it's just. You forget how many kids you have. Yeah. I don't think you can go back and be like, oh, that's just so many. Like, there can't can't be a different. No, 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 no. Okay. Uh, Number three, it adds more stress. So stressful. Kids equal stress. Number four. I have to say number four. (laughs) Number four, you run out of places to put your children. Like rooms in your house, um, seats in your car. This is the number one reason. The number one reason why we cannot have more than six children is because then it changes the type of car that you could drive. And Alan refuses to drive one of those huge old van things. Yes. Like the tour guide van. I do not want to be a tour guide every time we go <laughs> to the supermarket. <laughs> number five. The likelihood of embarrassing outbursts in public goes up exponentially because you're just putting more and more kids into a small space that isn't kid-friendly and it just, it's going to go bad more and more often. We're witnesses. Number six. (laughs) Thanks for that. It takes longer to get anywhere. It's just one more kid to get in their seat, one more kid to make sure they have shoes on, which by the way, we have taken multiple trips and Alan has put Jack in the car without shoes. Is that bad? <laughs> so, poor fourth child sometimes goes shoeless. We drove to um Nauvoo and Alan didn't put his shoes on. 
<laughs> so we had to go to Walmart and buy Jack some new shoes. I just want him trip. to develop nice thick calluses so he doesn't need shoes. No. So, yeah, it takes a long time to get anywhere. So we always have to plan extra amount of times just to load up the kids and then go. And speaking of shoes, number seven. Shoes. So many shoes. We have piles of shoes. I Like, we have two big cubbies in our mudroom full of shoes. A rack in the garage full of shoes. Closets full of shoes. I don't know how we have so many shoes. It's not possible. We, and we don't have any two that match. That's the worst part is there's shoes everywhere and then the kids can never find their shoes. Like the specific ones that they're looking for. Or they can find one but they can't find the other and then they get all upset that they can't they hit wear. it in the toilet or something. It's <laughs> like, these are the shoes you wear. Put them by the door. I tell them, when you take off your shoes, they go in the mudroom. But... And luckily, our kids listen to everything we say. So, <laughs> no, it's good now. They don't. <laughs> Number eight. You have to potty train one more kid. Ugh. I think potty training. We had a whole episode on potty training. Gives me the willies just it's, thinking about it. It's just one of the worst. It's it's to, it's daunting to think about, like, oh, I have to potty train another one. It's not not the diapers are not even that bad. I don't really even mind changing diapers that much. Which is point. why Nathan was in diapers till he was six. <laughs> Nathan's not even six. He's three. Whatever. He's actually potty trained during the day. So we're doing good. <laughs> Number nine. Every time you have a kid, you add on years of not sleeping well. Just like, oh, I don't want to sleep for another 18 years. <laughs> so think about that. <laughs> if, you like, you, if you like your sleep now. Before you have another kid. <laughs> Number 10. And our final of our top 10 reasons why not to have another kid um, is that thinking that giving your child another sibling will give them another friend is a lie. In fact, Cammie told us today that she would like to be an only child. <laughs> She's the oldest of four. I know. And we're like, she was asking if she could play with friends or something. I'm like, your siblings are your friends. And she's like, actually, I think I'd rather just be by myself and be an only child. I'm like, seriously? <laughs> Shaking my head morosely right now. Like, you don't know. You don't know what it's like to be an only child. You'd be sad. She's like, I actually kind of like when it's quiet. I'm like, Okay. <laughs> Whatever. And the reason why we started with this list is so that we could announce to our fans first that we're pregnant. <laughs> Number five on the way. So obviously we don't believe in this top ten because we are adding an, another child to the mix. I actually do believe in this. We just believe that we should have more kids despite all of this. <laughs> okay, most of those things we talked about were true. <laughs> Very true. But having another child is more important to us than losing sleep and not finding shoes. So Worth it! So, yeah, baby number five is coming, our little tiebreaker baby, um, due the end of March. So it'll still be a while before we find out gender. And I will find out the gender because that's how I am. I have to know. So we'll yeah, let you know. Yeah, lay off. <laughs> no, so that'll probably be beginning of November. So make sure you're listening to our episodes beginning of November and we'll let you know what the gender of the baby is. If we're still alive, then. If we're still alive. Yeah, yeah. Not only are we having a fifth child, but Alan decided it would be a good idea to get a dog. So we also have a dog amongst the chaos. So you can just only imagine what our house looks like right now. But he's potty trained and sleeps all night. So dogs all the way. 
He's doing good. I just You like it. I don't know. I just decided I'm not really an animal person. So that's how it is. It is what it is. We're not gonna have this conversation on the podcast. <laughs> we could have a whole new episode about pets. Yeah, it'd be a thriller. <laughs> So today we have a bit of a mini episode since we already had our top 10 list, but we thought this was a helpful article by Michelle Wu on Lifehacker who talks about how to parent in bulk when you have many kids. We have many kids and we'll many, many, many. increasing. I like that at the top of the um, article, you can see it if you click on it, is a picture of, what movie is that? Cheaper by the Dozen. Cheaper by the Dozen. That's The right. new one. There's an old, old one. The new one was Steve Martin. Steve Martin and, and Bonnie Hunt. Hunt. And Hilary Duff. The Smallville Superman. Oh, yeah, there you go. So anyway, we don't have that many kids, but... Practically. Going through this list, a lot of these things are things that we already do, and they make sense when you have multiple children that you need to keep track of. So we thought it would be a good idea to go through this if you have a couple of kids or are planning to have a couple of kids to just keep this in the back of your brain and... Pull it out when you need it. Totally. So the first one is color code everything. This one kind of happened to us very recently all by itself. Our kids finally all decided on their own favorite color that's different than everybody else's. And Mm -hmm. so it's been nice. There's no more fights over bowls. There's no more fights. Because usually the way our kids pick what they want is by what will cause the most contention. (laughs) And so, so if somebody wants the pink bowl, then I want the pink bowl. Well, Chloe Chloe always wanted pink bowls because pink's her favorite color. And Cammie would get mad even though pink's not her favorite color just because, I don't know, it upset her that Chloe always got pink. And so sometimes she wanted pink even though she doesn't even like pink. Now we need to get them convinced that they all have a different favorite stool because we only have three <laughs> stools, four kids, and Nathan always has to have the middle one. So everybody wants the middle one and it's... Ridiculous. Make your kitchen kit accessible. This is one we can do. I think this is one where we could do a little better. This is one that we've started doing. Um, yeah. The article talks about putting kids' bowls and utensils like at a bottom drawer. Once it says once they all pass the tornado, their toddler tornado stage, which we still have a child who is a toddler tornado um and he does open the drawer and pull out all the bowls and dump out the spoons and stuff like that so we do have that issue a little bit but we do have all of um all the plates and bowls and spoons in a bottom drawer so that the kids can get it um but we don't have any food really low enough for them to get yeah at this point i think it would cost more time than it would save alan was just saying how um cammy tried to pour cereal herself So she was tipping the box too far, and so like the bag was falling out faster than the cereal was falling out. So I was like, just turn it sideways and shake it. So to prove to me that that was the incorrect way to pour cereal, she shook it like a crazy lady and threw cereal all over the kitchen. She's like, that is so Cammy. You're right, Cammy. That is a terrible way to pour cereal. What was I thinking? She does that all the time. If she whatever. <laughs> Whatever way she thinks is right, if it's not working and you try to tell her the right way to do it, she'll do it crazy. So that doesn't work. I'm sure like the Daniel the Tiger way of parenting would be like, oh, you're right. Let's think of a new way to do this and have her come up with it and then maybe she'd buy it. But like, That would be way better for her. Cause she, but if she you just tell her, she's just like, oh, 
I can destroy that way too. She just doesn't believe you. Like she doesn't believe that. But it's she doesn't want to be wrong because it's not doesn't she believe like she she like makes sure that your way doesn't work. I guess that's true. She yeah. <laughs> she's not a belief right. thing. She doesn't want to be wrong, <laughs> even though she's only six. She's got a lot of things to learn. She's a smart girl. She is smart. She just thinks she knows everything already at six years old. She probably does. That was a terrible way to pour cereal. <laughs> the next one is use commercial grade gear. This is a little crazy, actually. I actually don't like this one. <laughs> like, if you're at this level, you're next level. I mean, maybe if you had 12 kids legit, then I'd be all about this. But we have not hit this stage yet. She recommends buying, like, Kimberly Clark professional grade toilet paper, like the big jumbo rolls, single ply garbage stuff. I work for Kimberly Clark. And I like them and their toilet dispensers. But I would never use it in my house. And that's what she's recommending. Yeah, they're actual, like, huge toilet dispensers where the it has, like, three the, inside like, of it. you see gas station or yeah. public facilities. Um, I would not put that in my house. I have seen people with, like, drinking fountains in their house. I thought that's interesting. My friend that was the 10th of 11 kids had that, and I thought it was epic. They that also had urinals cool. in the boys' bathroom, <laughs> which was awesome. <laughs> Um, but it did talk about buying in bulk and we definitely do that. We are yeah. big believers in buying in bulk. However, boo Costco. Can we just have a boo Costco moment? <laughs> I don't want to boo them completely. No, I, boo. I, I boo like Costco. Costco. They think they're stinking whole foods. And so now it's like, I'm not saving money because I would never buy organic peanut butter. But now I have to, if I want to buy it at Costco. So boo. I buy, um, almond milk, um, and they got rid of the regular almond milk at Costco, and now it's organic. And so they increased the price because it's an organic brand now. And I'm like, I don't care if my almond milk is organic. I'd rather have the regular and get it cheaper. Yeah, so now we're not even saving money. Boo, Costco. They just are doing that to a lot of their products. And it this is podcast is not brought to you by Costco. <laughs> Boo, Costco. So, anyway, we still believe in buying in bulk, even if Costco is starting to rip people off. <laughs> Sam's Club all the way. Strategic systems are key. Uh, do we do this? We are starting to do this. Um, you know, it just talks about having routines, um, and whether those are morning routines, bedtime routines, laundry routines, especially when you have a lot of kids, there's a lot of laundry to do. So I do have specific laundry days, and I am getting behind on folding laundry, especially because I'm pregnant now. I'm just so – this baby is making me so tired all the time. It's exhausting to fold this much laundry. So um, our laundry is starting to pile up a little bit. Um, but I do have specific days I do it. I do also have buckets in our mudroom for each kid. And I the things that they leave upstairs, I put in their buckets and, yep. and they take them down once a week. We have specific spots to hang up their backpacks now. Yeah. Um, so it just helps. There's That's just true. so much stuff because you have more kids. It really helps to have specific places where each of those things go and then also the routine so that you know everybody knows what they should be doing and how things yeah. are supposed to go we also saw that mom of six who like she has little two inch cards on hooks and so every morning their kids have like four or five things like brush your teeth put your clothes away make your bed and each thing has like a little picture on a hook and so you know as you do those things you switch them over yeah, it's uh, it's a chore chart, you know. It, it is a chore chart, it. but it's just like a really simple way. Mm-hmm. Chore charts don't work, and this is like a physical, tactile chore way. Chore charts work. No, 
<laughs> no, we have burned so many chore charts. I don't. Okay, I just charts. don't think we've found one that works well for our kids. But I still would like to find one. It's just because no. Cammy always complains about how she can't remember all the things I'm asking her to do. That's why I like this because it's just like it's like a kid checklist. Yeah, so you just need to provide some way for your kids to say, "Hey, these are your things you need to do in the morning." Yep. So a chore chart would be no. fine. <laughs> no. They get so excited, and then they're like, oh, wait, we have to do chores? No, we're out. Okay, a task card, whatever. Need a system. Whatever you figure you it out, and then let us know, because we can't. This one's also weird. Have a communal sock drawer. I don't like this one either. <laughs> if your kids' feet are similar sizes, just buy a bunch of the same socks and keep them in one drawer. I could see this working when our, like when Jack and Nathan are in high school, because they'll probably wear the same size sock. Well... Surprisingly, Cammie and Chloe have the same size sock right now. What? Can you believe that? Because their feet are so different in sizes. But with how socks, you know, how socks fit a range of shoe sizes. So I actually bought, they both wanted the same kind of socks um, at Walmart. So I bought the same pack. They're the same size. I find it extremely frustrating that I have all these different socks. I don't know who goes with who because we put them in their drawers. And I like, I like them to have their own socks like these are their socks especially where some kids like leave them all over you know they take off their socks where they feel like it and then i only end up with one sock chloe because she's a sock lever everywhere (laughs) i just think if you're putting your socks away you should have more (laughs) socks right chloe should be barefoot (laughs) it's not just chloe well chloe usually has one sock cammy just leaves her socks wherever but at least they're together (laughs) bless them this is a good one, and I found out you're doing this. So <laughs> you how in touch I am. Schedule all their annual medical exams for the same day. Al doesn't know this because he does not take our children to medical exams. He's vaguely I aware. <laughs> I knew we weren't doing it all on the same day. No, we don't do it all on the same day. But because we have, um, like, Cammy and Nathan's birthdays are really close together, and so when I do their annual checkups, I, I do them together. And Nathan, or not Nathan, Jack, we're still taking every six months because he's not two yet. And so usually his will line up with somebody else's. So like with Chloe's birthday. So I just did Chloe's annual checkup with Jack's 18 month checkup, even though it was like two months after Jack was supposed to be at the doctor's. That just, you know, that was how it worked out. And it was better because then you hit you know, two, two birds with one stone. We don't hit birds, but if we did. <laughs> but we do birds. do all dentist appointment at the same Wait, time. Wait, we what? We, we do. We do do? We do. <laughs> okay, three-year-old. <laughs> we do all dentist appointments together. They also said eye exams, which we don't do yet because, you know, really need to do eye exams before kindergarten. But we should. And they do it at, like, pediatricians and at school. So, like, up to kindergarten. You don't need to do it unless your kids really can't see. The second to last one is every kid goes to bed at the same time. And this is getting harder and harder because we have kids ranging from six to one now. So it's a little tricky, but we still put in bed at 7.30 and just acknowledge the fact that the girls are going to take a long time to fall asleep. In fact, they may be on the stairs right now listening to us. <laughs> I know we just heard a door shut not so long before we recorded this. and It was like 8.30, so we put them in bed an hour ago and somebody's still awake. So Bless their heart. You know, and it doesn't bother me if the girls stay up longer, if they are quiet in their room. And they're not quite old enough to read yet, but they look at books or they draw in their little notebooks and stuff, and, and that's okay. So we are we're definitely doing that right now. 
And the last one is just the theme of this podcast. Let go of any idea of perfection. And we say that all the time, but mostly I'm preaching to myself. Because so much of my frustration as a parent is when I feel like other people are going to judge me. Or I'm judging myself and thinking like, oh, I'm a dysfunctional parent because my kids are crazy. You know what? Kids are crazy. But we had kids. And so, stick it. (laughs) Just because we had more kids than you and you can't hack it, I shouldn't feel bad or feel like I have something to prove. But I do. And so I need to do this. I usually don't feel that way. And And I wish you did. I know. Because now I have to feel it for both of us. (laughs) It's stressful. When we're in public places, I... I'm not as worried about what other people think about what my kids are doing. And so it really stresses out now that I am not like a hawk watching our kids. <sighs> but I like to give them a little bit more space to learn and run around. So Yeah. Free range. I'm not totally free range. No, I'm not. But I lean more towards free range. We don't have the Tibble twins from Arthur, but... <laughs> the Tibble twins. I like how you threw a little Arthur. If you don't get that, for all night. Rethink reference. your childhood. Um, so that's a wrap. To rehash, don't have any more kids. And if you do already have a ton of kids, be efficient about it. You can color code, you can make systems, you can put all the socks in one drawer. <laughs> um, you can shop stopping at Costco, don't buy the hype, and just chill out. It's gonna be okay. You have a lot of kids. But someday you're going to miss them being crazy. Or so we're told. Not there yet. We want to take that back. You should have more kids if that's the right thing for you. We are still believers in big families. In fact, I looked back. We have an episode about that too. On At least one. At least one that was completely dedicated to why should, why big families are great and how to do big families. So yep. that's back in like episode like two or three. Way back there. But anyway, so we do think you should have kids. We do. Just buckle up. <laughs> it's real life. It's real life. All right. Well, thanks for listening. You can follow us on Instagram at P-I-R-L podcast or light in my home. Or you can tweet us. I'm at Alan T. Tanner. And I'm at Alexis Tanner 1. You can also email us at parenting in real life podcast at gmail.com or find us on Patreon at www.patreon.com slash P-I-R-L or there's a link to that in our Instagram profile and if you don't then we're going to shut it down because (laughs) my parents are the only ones Patreoning right now and I feel (laughs) embarrassed and don't forget to subscribe I don't know why we say that I assume that's how you listen to podcasts but if you don't then you should or tell other people to subscribe that's even better do that and tell your friends give us a rating that is legit that helps give us a rating that helps other people find us And as always, a special thanks to our four, soon to be five, kids for being kids. Not really soon. March. We got time. Yeah, we've got like, what is that, six months?